Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Zone Star State Podcast. I'm Matthew Brunin. Joining me once again on this semi-breaking news slash emergency podcast is Ishmael Johnson. Ish, how are you doing today? Oh, uh, I was doing pretty okay. I was kind of just getting through some magazine stuff and then watching. I was rewatching some of the uh, athletics draft coverage from from last night. And yeah, and then I get a, a, a little thing on Twitter saying Ron Holland's decommitted from Texas. And it was like, what? We had, what? Talked, we had, we had talked uh, the past couple of days about, all right, we're going to need to do a podcast, you know, but we were kind of putting it off waiting for something big to happen. Yeah. Uh, Max Amos committing. It, we will talk about we're This is going to be a Texas podcast, right? Sure. Are, sure are yeah. for anything else, just it's going to be in the headline. This is Texas. Uh, temperature check, whatever you want to call it. We're making sure they're alive, the pulse and everything. Um, I come back to Rodney Terry. Um, I think it was on the field of 68. They do a great, great job with their, their college basketball stuff. They had Rodney Terry on and he said, well, you know, who got all that talent here that we used this year? I know. He said in a very, you know, give me my credit type way, which I'm like, all right, cool. Yes. I do remember that. I was on the field of 68, right? Field of 68. So gets yeah. Max Avenis here, gets Caden Shedrick here, but they lose. I mean, both highly touted freshmen if we go back a ways as well. But yeah, no, it's, uh, um, they lost Johnson too. Yeah, exactly. So, but Ron Holland is the big one here because this is five star, all the accolades, everything you can have, potential, you know, top 10 pick guy. Um, he's gone. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, man. I mean, my thoughts are like, what? I, obviously shocked, right? Obviously, like su- stunned that it's kind of happened to this. You, every lineup you were kind of drawing in your head had Ron Holland starting next year. Um, I don't know if he was going to be a one and done per se, but he was going to be av- almost absolutely a starter. You add that with you know losing Johnson, their other five star recruit. You had that with losing Artario Morris, um, last year's five-star recruit. I mean, a couple things pop in my head. One, did somebody get in Ron Holland's ear, right? Because, you know, that could be a possibility where, let's just say, I'm, I'm he hasn't disclosed any names or any teams yet, but let's just say like Miami, the team that throws around NIL money. Yeah. Um, let's say Miami got in his ear and say, look, we have – this much guaranteed for you right here if you come over, right? And then let's say, I'm just going to throw Kentucky got in his ears. Like, hey, we have this much. And he was like, okay, maybe I haven't thought this thing fully through yet, you know? Um, Maybe if I could, you know, reassess some things, maybe pull some negotiating tactics with Texas, we'll see. Or he could also just very well go G League and go Ignite. Um, I think that's what Johnson did. I think Mm -hmm. that's what Johnson did. I think uh, Dink Pate from Dallas Lincoln did that too, or Pinkston um, did that too. And so that could be a possibility, but uh, I don't know if I'm, if I'm, my questions are, if I'm a Texas fan, one, did we, why are we, if if that's the case, why are we getting outbidded? Mm -hmm. Right. And two, if that's the case, or if that's not the case, and if it's just basketball, then I'm really starting to raise the red flags about the Ronnie Terry hire. AJ Johnson, uh, he's at the NBL, by the way. 
Right, right. He went. That's right. He went to Australia. I knew he went um, pro somewhere, but yes. Right, um, but you know, of course, I don't know if Holland's going to do that. But of course, he can go there, or he can go ignite. He can go, you know, somewhere else if he wants to go pro. Um, but I feel like with nil, like that's not necessarily the the obviously yeah. better path right now. Like, like if you're Lamelo Ball and they had nil, like you probably go college, right? Yeah, or. To me, G League makes more sense than the NBL. Maybe, point. yeah. Get in, get in, get in the farm system somehow. I watched right. Scoot Henderson past two years in the in the G League, and I thought that was really good for him. So, yeah. Anyways, um, Ron Holland um, on the on three industry rankings is the number six overall player in the country, number one player in Texas. That's unanimous. That all, all four outlets have him as a five star. That's why this is such a big deal. AJ Johnson was a top twenty player in most outlets, and so you would bring up a good point. It's like, is it NIL? Or is it the the uncertainty of having Rodney Terry as your coach? Mm-hmm. Because as much as we think Rodney Terry deserves what he has, um, the deserves the opportunity to be mm-hmm. the head coach here, he just doesn't have the pedigree of if Bill Self comes knocking, if John right. Calipari comes comes knocking. Like you said, if the bags from Miami start coming, if Eric Musselman, as we know, who's a crazy recruiter, starts coming, like these type of like if UCLA with their history starts coming, like it's just there's so many different avenues to where this could have gone wrong, and we don't know the exact reason for it at this moment. But at the end of the day, it's a problem for Texas. One, no, no other way around it. They can bring in a transfer that averaged 14 points per game at wherever from like a, a school in the American and I'm still gonna be like, that's not replacing Ron Holland. Right. Because the upside of Ron Holland potentially gets you into a final four. Like that's the level we're talking about his potential. Um, and you have, and the, the thing is, is that we're always hesitant when you just bring in freshmen, 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 they're going to have veterans on this team still. Like there's, they're not going to rely on, they would not have relied on him to be like, all right, you come save us. They have a core and he was supposed to be the cherry on top of that Sunday. And it's, not going to happen anymore they they are now presumably looking at a roster of only transfers yeah i mean yeah geez basically um and like it does raise like i mean it just raises it from an outside perspective it raises questions too because you know we i think for both of us we were both like i don't want to say wavering but we were both like understanding if they didn't hire him up until the elite eight, right? Were you basically saying that? Would, yeah. would you agree with that? Um, and I had some, I had some people who would message me and some Texas fans some Texas alum saying, Oh, you're, you know, you're just being unreasonable, right? Like if he, he made the sweet 16, we're, we're hiring this guy, right? We won the big 12. We're hiring this guy. And again, he could, you know, we'll see how things turn out on the court, but this there were hesitancies and there were reasons for hesitancies and not to say like in a vacuum. Yeah. Somebody makes the elite eight as an interim coach. Yeah. I probably give him the full-time job, right? That's in a vacuum hundred percent. Um, but this isn't an, un- again, this is the, the, our issue was this isn't an unknown assistant coach who's getting a shot. All right. This is a guy who's had a shot and who left a program just recently that got better right when he left, yeah. you know, like, and again, UTEP's not the easiest job in the world. Fresno State, he did solid there. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't a guy who, again, is like, he's not a drum tang, right? Where it's like, oh, it's years of serving under this guy and he's finally getting a shot and boom, look what he's doing. It's like, no, no. It's like, did something change overnight? You know, like we're, we're, me and you were watching this team. We're like, did, 
did, did, did this, this is the same coach that we saw a couple years ago. <laughs> like there's yeah. the yeah. offense was fine. The defense, or the offense was good. I'll say the defense took a step back. Right. Which is what we kind of expected. Um, and, and, but, but the thing is the reason why you hired him early, at least to me, the pro for Rodney Terry was that he would get talent. Right. Yeah. That's just what he did. And that's obviously not the case. And if you're looking on the outside and if you're a 2024 guy, and you're watching AJ Johnson and Ron Holland and Arterio Morris just dip. These aren't dudes that are like, oh, they were so committed to Chris Beard that they, you know, they they want to leave with it. These guys haven't, you know, these are guys that theoretically have no, you know, Arterio Morris barely got minutes this year. Rodney Terry's as much of his coach as Chris Beard was, um, mm-hmm. based on time at at on yeah. campus. Um, and so, yeah, it's just like I don't. <laughs> if I'm somebody who look from the outside in, it's like, well, what's what's going on there? I don't I don't know if I want to be uh, what's kind of the mess there right i I would want answers exactly i i don't have anything else on ron holland or aj johnson if if you do yeah i mean no that's it i mean but it's just it's it's shocking um you know ron holland did say that uh texas will be on his on his still be in in the running um but and you know you can take that however you want sure he can maybe come back but i think it is concerning that he even thought about leaving you know like what what is the reason that he's, you know, something must have happened, whether it's somebody contacted him or somebody from the outside or whatever, yeah. um, to make him reconsider. Cause it's like in a vacuum, why would you do that? You know, if you're, you're going to be a starter, if you do well at Texas, you're going to be a one and done player, right? It's not like a, a matter of exposure. Yeah. Um, and you still signed with them too. Like you signed knowing that Rodney Terry is likely going to be the coach. So I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, definitely, a an incredible Friday news drop. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move to the rest of Texas because we haven't hit on a lot of, a lot of the stuff. The two yeah. big ones recently were Caden Shedrick transferring from Virginia to Texas, a six eleven center. And then Max Amos, obviously the, the huge news there yeah. getting the six foot guard from Oral Roberts um, over there, perhaps the best guard in the transfer portal. I think so. Yeah. The best in the country. So, that's the bright side, right? You yep. have your point guard, you have your starting center. You now have those two pieces set before we even look at the returners, before we even look at who's left of, of this roster, even though they're not bringing in freshmen. Mm-hmm. I think that they deserve a lot of credit for, for those two. Sure. They do, obviously. Like you lose, Rice is gone, Carr is gone. I know we've done this exercise before, but yeah, yeah. Rice gone, what Carr gone. Um, Allen gone. Allen and Desu gone. Yes, well uh, Desu's back. Desu's back. Okay, Desu's back. But you still have a core of now Max Amos, Tyrese Hunter, um, Shedrick, DeSue. and of course for his 18th year, uh, Brock Cunningham's back. And Brock Cunningham. <laughs> so on paper, I mean that that's a solid. That's a, that's a good team. Sure, sure. I just. I don't know. I need to see Serge. All right, I need to see um, Max Amos at this level because that's always my. It's gonna be the same thing. Like I said with Tyler Perry, it's gonna be the same thing. You gotta right. see these guys, these twenty point per game scorers, step up that level. They can't all be Marquise Noel. They can't mm-hmm. all be Marcus Carr. Uh, so that's gonna determine a lot. And now it's gonna be building depth with this Texas team because you have no youth really when you lose both uh, commits and you lose. Arterio Morris and uh, Dylan Mitchell. Yeah, I think I'm trying to think if we could like 
I'm trying to do an exercise. If it's so, it'll be theoretically Hunter at the point guard, Amos. I'm assuming yeah. two guard, one of one of those two, right? That's yeah, your backcourt. Put it that way. Yeah, that's your backcourt. Yeah, um, both six foot guards. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, at this rate, are you starting Brock Cunningham at the three? I probably am. Yeah, I probably <sighs> sure. am. Um, I mean, you know, defense, three point shooting. If he shoots the three ball as well as he did this past year, I'm I'm cool with it. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Dylan Mitchell and Dylan DeSue. Mitchell did definitely declared for the draft. Did he not? Did oh, he? He, oh, he declared for a draft, but maintained his eligibility. I wouldn't no. be shocked if he came back. Um, I wouldn't Maybe. be surprised. He might get a good enough grade to where he leaves, but I wouldn't. Be I mean, shocked. I feel like he's. I haven't done my NBA draft stuff yet. I know I have. I feel like late first would be. Com- I'd be comfortable with like twenty-five to thirty-five taking him. Okay, yeah. never mind then. Um, right. Regardless, okay. So let's Maybe say. Let's say the four is up in the air. Maybe it might be Shedrick's, right? Um, Sue and Shedrick. Right, right. That's fine. Um, I like that backcourt a lot. I think the backcourt's incredible. Like the, that, just those two guys right there. Because um, you got your defender, you got your primary scorer. And, well, it fits and, a Rodney Terry team. For right, sure. 100%. Um, so, I, yeah, backcourt I'd be okay with. Depth, like you mentioned, they might just have to pull some bodies. Like they might have to go down like – the list of the transfer portal will be like, we weren't looking at this guy, but we got to now, you know, like just cause the fact, again, Brock Cunningham found a role last year, but the fact that he might be your starter and like far and away, your most experienced guy to put in that position. Like, I mean, last year also Rowan Brum, uh, Brumble also into the portal. He's at, he went to Georgetown, I believe he was a top yeah. 100 player. So yeah. Um, all three of those players are gone. I don't know about Alex Anamekwe, um, but he was a three-star guy, so I don't I don't think there's high expectations for him out of McKinney. I'm just going down the roster right now. And um, they're going to have to, like you said, start pulling some names from the portal that maybe they weren't looking at before. Like They're going to have to start broadening their horizons a little bit, so to speak. And I know Rodney, Rodney Terry likes getting talent, but um, they can't all be Max Amos's and they can't right. all be – uh, Shedrick. So, right. um, I will say for for Texas fans who have not seen Max Amos, you're getting a fun player. Like, yeah, a very very go. I mean, honestly, you can just watch from his highlights. His special, like, he's a he. I think he, he starts on this team, this year's team. I think, like, in my opinion, for sure. Um, and he probably like whether he relegates. I'm not saying Marcus Carr is bad, but whether he relegates Marcus Carr to the sixth man just to gel better with uh, Tyrese Hunter, I don't know. But he is a type of player. I brought up his numbers right here, His some of his advanced numbers. This may be <laughs> – this is kind of a, a feast or famine type of uh, shooting, but he was very good at it. Uh, 41 of his per- – 41% of his three-pointers came in transition. So he's a dude who's like two on yeah. one jacket. Like he's he's oh. that type of guy. Um, he shot well from three. I'm trying to think. He shot 60% of his shots uh came from three. And so he he's he's a very he's a very, very fun player. So they I don't want to make it sound all doom and gloom, right? That is a good thing that they got this guy. Um, but you 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 kind of hoped that it was pairing him with a Ron Holland and an AJ Johnson as opposed to like taking the place of those guys. Yeah, I was looking it up just to make sure. I believe Marcus Carr is going to the draft. For the- that's what I fi- yeah, that's what I figured. And then Tyrese Hunter 
let's find the article I'm on. He declared for the draft, but right. the subheading is a fringe draft prospect at best. Hunter will likely return after receiving feedback from NBA scouts. I was about to say you you shoot uh you shoot thirty three percent from three. You better you better come back. <laughs> you better yeah, come back. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he said on March 31st he was entering the draft while maintaining college. This is that time of the year where nobody really knows who's on what. I was about to say, I think I think the NBA released their like comprehensive list of guys who have quote unquote declared for the draft, and it's like 30 pages long. I'm <laughs> just because right everybody. Now. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, like you'll you'll see. It's like how many pages long is it? Because like 90 percent of those guys are going to come back. 210 prospects, and this was as of January. Oh, am I reading this wrong? No way. No, that's what it says. 210 prospects. So, anyways. Yeah, we'll see um, how, how that works out. Hopefully, they're going to have to go portaling at this point. I don't even know what their numbers are looking like. They probably have, what, two, three spots on this roster? Yeah, I'd so, say. Start, time to start portaling. Yeah, they better start portaling. I mean, again, this is... <laughs> This goes back to the positives of Rodney Terry. He, he can, man, the man can portal. <laughs> we know the man can bring in some players who weren't originally on his team. So, yeah, that's uh, I don't know, just a just a bad wake up call uh, today for for Texas fans. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else. Um, this was a good check in. Um, yeah. This uh, we'll we'll see. We'll keep our keep our eye on Texas. When I was about to say, I don't know who else they're in. Like, do we know who else they're in for? Because like Abemus was the big one, obviously, and they got him. Um, I, think I don't think like Texas like transfer portal target. It's gonna be like at just every name. Well, but like I'm looking at like even like two four seven slash on three. Like there's no temperature checks. So, like Abemus was yeah. the one. Because um, like Hunter Dickinson's not considering them. Um, who's the other Hunter one? Dickinson. Obviously Tyler Perry wasn't. He wasn't on their list or his list. Um, by the way, Tyler Perry's looking like he's leaning Kansas State according to on three. So yeah, I think so too. That'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's just fun. It's just funny to to see like all how, what what I mentioned their list and having to look down their list and see like oh we weren't looking at this guy originally. Which one of these guys like do we see? I'm not saying a Tyler Perry, but do we see like a Tyler Perry pop up and be like yes, yeah, screw it, we need to go get this guy anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Yeah. All right, that's all we have for y'all today. Hope y'all enjoyed this little um. Well, 18 minutes is a decent episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah quick check-in on Texas. Uh, we'll get back, see some more news happen, see some more decisions being made um, on the draft front as well. So we'll keep our eye on that. And we will be back, we'll be back next week for another episode of the offseason uh, for the Zone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at Matthew Bruni underscore and at, at Ishmael R. Johnson and at DCT Basketball. Um, leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening. And, uh, yeah, leave us a like, comment, share, and subscribe uh, if you're watching on the YouTube. We appreciate it. So yeah, thank you all for watching. We'll talk to you all later.